such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. It's the classic guitar rock podcast. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he likes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Welcome to the basement. It's the classic guitar rock podcast. Atomic batteries to power. I'd like to say something. There's no reason why you shouldn't have complete confidence in your chances to come out of this thing alive in one piece. From coast to coast, from border to border, from one end to the other, and all points in between, the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast is on. Yes! That's awesome! We crank up and break down the great guitar-driven rock of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And you are invited to come along. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. And now, your host, Jeremy Lunnan. Yeah, we don't know anything about that fellow there. Who is he? Where's he coming from? It's time for the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. I'm Jeremy and we've got another big rock and roll roundup we're going to do today we're going to talk about ozzy and we're going to talk, talk about ozzy some more there's some judas priest uh sticks foreigner just a, a few items that i want to talk about and i also want to share with you this is not news but i just want to share with you you know from time to time i'll, I'll listen to an album that i haven't listened to for a long time and it's and it's like an epiphany and i i want to share one of those albums with you uh, and and we'll do that here at the end. First thing I want to talk about, have you heard about this? It's the Virtual OzFest 2022. They they call it virtual and I guess it is virtual, but it's it's really it's in the metaverse. I'm going to sound like my parents. I'm going to sound like that old guy in your neighborhood that yells at kids to stay off the lawn, right? This whole metaverse is just stupid. Sorry. Someone has to say it. It's goofy. Okay, so when they call this a virtual OzFest, it's not like you're watching a concert that's streaming. No, you're watching like a, a an, an avatar. You're watching a little animated Aussie sing to you or an animated Lemmy, you know, because Motorhead's part of it also. And then apparently there's there's other acts 
that are um, it's kind of confusing when you read about this. Again, this whole metaverse is is so people can spend time in this metaverse and actually buy things in the metaverse, and it's like doubling down on this idea of disconnecting even more from society. You know, what we already do with our devices. Well, let's just go all in and completely disconnect and we'll just have this pretend world that we call the metaverse. I digress. It's it's weird, okay? If you ever want to have a date, fellas, stay out of the metaverse, okay? That's just my tip. Tip from your uncle Jeremy here. But anyways, this virtual Ozfest it it just happened. It was the 10th through the 13th. I would love to hear from any of you if you checked out this thing. It's just kind of weird. And you wonder, how much does Ozzy really understand (laughs) about this? Uh, Here's a quote from Ozzy. I'm sure this is what he said. I'm thrilled to be bringing OzFest to the metaverse, stated Osborne in a press release. This allows me and other bands on the bill to reach our fans in a new, innovative way. So we got that going for us. So Ozfest in the metaverse. Woo! I mean, they they used to talk about heavy metal was from nerds way back in the 70s and 80s. This is only gonna make that even worse. Okay, so let's just move on. Okay, speaking of Aussie, some more Aussie news on this day, way back in 1992. What is that? Is that 40 years ago? 30 years ago. 30 years ago today, 1992, Ozzy announced he was done touring. If if you recall, there's a couple things that I want to talk about around this. This was the No More, they were calling it the No More Tears Tour. And, and then it kind of came to be known as the No More Tours Tour (laughs) because Ozzy announced this would be his last tour. And this is what cracks me up. He said, who wants to be touring when they're 46 years old? (laughs) Uh, 30 years ago, right? And of course, Ozzy never stopped and has has toured regularly since then. Uh, Just kind of funny. But, But yeah, at the time, he was going to be done. That was going to be the end of Ozzy touring. And uh, that that didn't happen. And that's a good thing because he's put out good stuff since then. And there have been good tours since then. But, and this is one of the interesting things that came out of that No More Tears tour. Heading into OzFest. Speaking of OzFest, this wasn't virtual. This was the real OzFest in the real world back in 1992. November of 1992. The Aussie camp reached out to Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath was out touring in support of their Dehumanizer album. Remember, Ronnie Dio had left Black Sabbath after Mob Rules in the early 80s, had a great solo career, came back to Black Sabbath in 91, 92 to record Dehumanizer. They were out promoting that. Ozzy invited Black Sabbath to open for him at OzFest. Well, for the fans, I mean, that would be great. I would that would be awesome. But you're probably aware of this. A lot of bad blood between Ozzy and Ronnie Dio and Dio said, "Not no way in heck. I am not going to play at Ozfest." So this puts 
Geezer and Tony kind of in an awkward situation. Well, you know, we have this opportunity to play at Ozfest. I'm sure they make a lot of money when you play at Ozfest. It's one of the biggest tours of the year every year since since it started. So what are you going to do? Well, they got Rob Halford. So for two nights in Costa Mesa, California, Rob Halford was in Black Sabbath. I would refer you back to episode 25 of the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast, where we talk specifically about those two nights that Rob substituted for Ronnie Dio in Sabbath, and we even play clips of him singing. It's a fun episode. Go back and and listen to that. That all happened right around this time, way back in 1992. So check out episode 25, that time Rob Halford joined Black Sabbath. So check that out. All right. Hey, we got more we want to get to. Uh, Don't go anywhere. More of our rock and roll roundup when we come back right here on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. In the misty morning, on the edge of time, we've lost the rising sun, a final sign. As the misty morning... The Basement can be a lonely place. Hello? Hello? Is anyone in here? Yet, at the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast, the basement is all that Jeremy and John have. Their wives don't want them geeking out on classic rock in the living room. Can you blame them? But you can help. For as little as $3 a month, you can become a supporter on Patreon. Join today and end the cycle. Visit patreon.com slash classic guitar rock. They'll still be in the basement, but at least it's not your basement. Hello? Is anyone in here? Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All the classic rock you can stomach. It's the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Welcome back to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. I am Jeremy. This is a rock and roll roundup, and we just talked about Aussie. Speaking of Aussie, kind of some Aussie-related news here in the form of uh, Zach Wild. Now, maybe you've heard that Zach will be participating in a series of of Pantera tribute shows. Now, Zach and Dimebag Daryl were good friends. Dimebag, of course, tragically killed, gosh, it's been, what, 20 years ago? Been a long time that he was, just a tragedy, he was killed by a wacko uh, on stage. But anyways, there is a, a tribute show. Dimebag Daryl Abbott and his brother Vinny, Paul, who is the drummer, have both passed away. And so there is uh, going to be a tribute tour coming up that will feature Zach Wilde, um, let's see, Anthrax drummer Charlie Benante, and then Phil Anselmo, who was the singer in 
Pantera. He'll be involved. But there have been some folks that have kind of been uh, ragging on this idea of a Pantera tribute show. You know, when the brothers aren't aren't even involved. Well, they can't be. They've both passed away. So some people have been kind of throwing some shade on on this, which seems ridiculous to me. I mean, if you like Pantera, why wouldn't you want to go see a, a tribute to them by people who knew them and loved them, right? Uh, Zach and and Dime were very close. But anyways, here here's the part of the story that I that I think is interesting. When asked about it, you know, because there has been a little con I don't want to say controversy, but some people who who have not taken so warmly to this idea, right? And Zach being interviewed about it, he's like, Well, they called and asked me if I would do it. Of course I'm gonna do it. I mean, Dime was my friend. Why wouldn't I? Of course I'm gonna do it. It's a tribute to Dime. Of course I'm going to do that. I mean, you don't even think about that. So he's on board from the very beginning. And you know how Zach, he doesn't care what people think. You know, that's what I like about Zach. But this is what's interesting. You know, when when he was called about it, he says, oh, yeah, of course I'll, I, I'll be involved. Send me the set list so I can start learning the songs. So they send him the set list. And uh, I don't know if for, for non-musicians – Maybe this isn't as relatable. Maybe it is. I don't know. But um, to actually learn a set list, think about this. You're going to go on tour. You're going to play, what, a 90-minute show of another band's material. That's a big undertaking. So, yeah, Zach's a phenomenal guitar player. I'm sure he could learn the tunes easier than I could. But it's still not an easy thing to do. And a player like Dime, he plays some stuff that would not be easy to play. So Zach uh, says that he's been going onto YouTube to learn how to play songs that, that he, you know, if there's a tough part he can't figure out, he says, I just go to YouTube and watch someone on YouTube. And I thought, awesome. Well, that makes total sense. Why wouldn't you do that? Right. There are some phenomenal and I, I won't. I won't mention all of them, but a couple channels that I really like. There's one channel called Shut Up and Play Your Guitar. Guy's phenomenal. Lots of channels just like that, that if you want to learn how to play a song, that's that's an easy way to do it. Go out to YouTube and learn these songs. And so I just thought that was really smart of Zach and also just really genuine of him to mention, yeah, if I can't learn the song, I go out to YouTube and learn it. Good for him. I think that's awesome. Now, a shameless plug. I have my YouTube channel and I do guitar lessons and I teach you how to play songs. But this caveat, go out to my channel, watch a lesson. And and then if you do exactly the opposite of what I do, <laughs> you'll be able to play that song perfectly, right? But I, all seriousness, I do have some lessons on on my channel if you want to check some of those out. But I just thought it was fun and kind of this the sign of our times, right? That Zach, a renowned guitar player, is going to YouTube to learn songs that he might be struggling with. I just thought that was really cool. So be on the lookout for that upcoming Pantera tribute tour, which will feature Zach Wilde. I'm sure it'll be really good. All right. More news. Foreigner has announced... We talked about Ozzy making this announcement way back in 92. Foreigner has announced their farewell tour. 
their extensive tour next summer will in fact be their last tour, according to the band. Now, Foreigner, again, guys, this is just, this is the way the business is. Whether you like it or not, very few original bands, let me rephrase that, very few bands featuring all or even most of the original members are still around, okay? Foreigner has been touring with Kelly Hansen as the lead singer since about 2006, I think. So, gosh, 15, 16 years that uh, they have been touring with someone other than Lou Graham. Lou Graham, really a a tragedy back in the early 2000s. He had uh, maybe the late 90s. He had issues, health problems that, that literally almost killed him. And it had a tremendous impact on his ability to perform. You know, his weight ballooned from like 140 pounds to, you know, 250 pounds. Lou Graham, who in my mind is one of the classic rock vocalists of, of the classic rock era, just a phenomenal voice. I love Lou Graham. I had a chance to see him with Foreigner in 2002 and i don't mean this disrespectfully i'm just being honest it was sad it was sad to see uh, a guy who had been at the top of his game you know performance wise physically it was sad to see him live in 2002. He didn't sound good. He didn't look good. And and it was sad. And I, my wife and I left early. And I even said, I, I can't watch this. This, because I was a huge Foreigner fan. And it just kind of broke my heart a little to see that he couldn't do it anymore. Now, the good news is he's gotten better. Over the last few years, he can sing better. He looks better, but he's still not the Lou. And I'm not talking about just older. I mean, we all get older, okay? But Lou Graham's condition impacted the the way he performed, the way he looked. I mean, it it just was was sad, and it was to a point where he couldn't really tour anymore, and that's when. That's when Mick Jones brought in Kelly Hansen to be the singer. And, you know, there were people that the foreigner diehards were upset that they weren't using Lou. But Lou wasn't really in a condition that he could do it. And to be honest, Kelly Hansen did a phenomenal job. Sounds great. Looks great. And and that was just the lead singer, right? They also replaced pretty much everyone else. So it was Mick Jones. It was Kelly Hansen, Jeff Pilson, bass player from Dokken, who, by the way, is a super talented guy. And I think probably a better singer than Don Dokken was <laughs> in Dokken. But he's part of the foreigner camp as well. Uh, I think J- Jason Bonham has been their drummer, not recently, but he was a drummer for them for a while. Just great musicians that are in the band we call Foreigner now, but but not the original members. Mick Jones is 77 years old. What I hear in, over the last 
couple years is that Mick will come out and play one or two songs and then he leaves and then it's all other people phenomenal band but again some people call it a cover band because it's none of the original people and guys that's just kind of the state of the business the classic rock bands we know and love very few of them still contain the original members so this this is a conundrum and i'd love to hear your thoughts on this would you rather that your favorite bands just wrap it up and you don't hear from them live anymore or or recordings of them anymore, you know, that they're just done? Or would you rather that they continue in some type of pseudo, you know, there might be one or two original members and the rest are, are younger musicians that they can bring in to play the parts, even even though those might be very talented musicians who do a great job. What What do you prefer? I don't know the answer. Would I, and Kiss, I mean, Kiss has been, they've only had two original members for the last 20 years. And some people hate that. Oh, you guys should have wrapped it up when Ace and Peter were gone. Whatever. That's just the nature of the business now. Would you rather your bands just wrap it up and quit? Or would you rather they continue on with different musicians? It's an interesting question. A conundrum wrapped in an enigma. So Foreigner has announced that this coming summer will be their farewell tour. Is that a good thing? Do you wish they'd continue? And even Kelly Hansen, who's 61 years old, he he makes the point that he says, you know what? I'm 61. I still sing these songs in the original key, which is, I mean, that's quite a feat. What happens as singers get older, oftentimes they have to drop the key. Sometimes dropping the key affects the guitar licks as well. Uh, if you're, you know, playing licks that have open strings, you can't necessarily drop, change the key that easily. Uh, but, but Kelly's point was, how much longer am I going to be able to do this? I'm 61 now. I don't know that I'll be able to keep singing these songs. And so their thought is, you know, Mick, Jones is is 77. He's already, you know, really slowing down. And I think they're just making the the case or, or or they're realizing that it's time for us to bow out. Understandable. A lot of other bands probably need to do the same thing, right? But again, it's that question. Do you want to never see hear live music from this band? I'm doing bands in air quotes here if it doesn't really include any original members is it really the band or would you rather them just stop interesting question love to hear your thoughts on that so foreigners farewell tour will be happening next summer and a bit of sad news the wife of sticks guitarist james jy young uh, has recently passed away Uh, she died on thursday november 10th she had had a stroke uh, several months ago and uh, had been uh, struggling with some health issues uh, subsequent to that. A- actually, the stroke was a, a, a few years ago. Uh, she had was paralyzed on one side, and that had already kind of curtailed James' involvement in the band because he was taking care of his wife, and they had brought on a... a another guitar player to kind of help out. James would appear when he could 
wasn't really uh, he didn't miss a lot of shows but it did kind of impact his availability to help with uh, you know writing songs and that sort of thing but his wife uh, did just pass away they were married for 50 years james young's very interesting guy sticks is an interesting band by the way sticks i love sticks i'm a big sticks fan sticks has been uh, again same same deal james and tommy are the well tommy actually is not an original member james is the only original member tommy didn't come in till like the third or fourth album but he's kind of considered he was part of the classic sticks lineup so he's kind of considered an original member but sticks for whatever reason they don't get the the credit that they should they're not in the rock and roll hall of fame they absolutely should be that's a whole nother topic the rock and roll hall of fame is a complete joke we all know that but sticks should have been in there years ago they're still a phenomenal live band and they've never quit in all the drama with dennis DeYoung leaving and then coming back for a short period and then leaving James and Tommy have continued to tour and put out records and still put on a great show. To this day, they put on phenomenal live shows. But James is is uh, obviously grieving the loss of his wife. Our condolences go out to James and his family and the Sticks family. 50 years. You don't hear about a lot of rock and roll couples that last 50 years uh so that's that's awesome but obviously sad to to lose your your spouse of 50 years i love sticks uh i hope james is able to get back in the saddle soon and that they'll be able to continue touring because they do put on a lot a great live show if you ever have a chance to see them uh, definitely check it out. Still a lot of energy. Their, their vocals, I mean, they're just a great live band. So definitely check them out. Okay, now I promised you at the beginning that I wanted to share an album, not a new album, but an album that I've recently revisited. And in fact, I had, <laughs> I had actually kind of forgotten about this. A couple of years ago, I'd actually posted a little review of this album on my youtube channel and in fact we mentioned it a few episodes ago if you go back to our episode about the uh chrysalis records we mentioned this album but uh last night i just you know before i went to bed i put on the headphones and i just played this album again and it's the city nights album by nick gilder now this is not a hard rock album right this was square on this was a pop album I was like in sixth grade when Hot Child in the City came out. And I remember that was, that was a song everyone was singing all the time. And it was, it struck me because, you know, I thought it was a girl singing and then I found out it was a guy singing. And I bought this album a number of years ago. I mean, I'd always known Hot Child in the City, but I bought this album on vinyl a few years ago. Well, 15 years ago, probably. And, um, First of all, I guarantee you, if you go to your your used local used record store, you will find a copy of this album there. I mean, it's 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 they pressed. It was a very popular album, but apparently it wound up in the used record stores a lot, too. Every time I go to a used record store, I find this album again. It's City Nights by Nick Gilder. 
you should check it out. If you're a a guitarist, right? If you're a fan of tasty guitar playing, layered guitar playing, it's just really a good album. The singing's great. It's got great harmonies. I mean, it's very dated. It sounds like an album from 1978, but that's what makes it so good because 1978 was a great year. A lot of great albums came out in 1978. So it's got that sound. It's kind of almost a new wavy album, uh, guitar playing, very tasty keyboards. I mean, it's just from start to finish. I love this album. So that would be my recommendation recommendation to you is check out the city nights album by Nick Gilder. Now here's what's a bummer. You cannot stream it. It's not on Spotify. You can listen to the whole album on YouTube. There's a few places on YouTube where it plays the whole album. But better yet, go out to a record store <laughs> or a CD. Get the CD of it. This is a great album. It's one of my favorite albums, and I like it more and more every time I listen to it. So my recommendation to you from Nick Gilder, it's the City Nights album from 1978. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Again, please check us out on Patreon. If you can afford $3 a month, we would love to have you as a supporter. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Oh, sweetie! Please like, subscribe, and share. You can email us at classicguitarrock at mail.com. We're not ordinary people. <laughs> We're morons. We'll see you for the next episode of the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. <laughs>